Hey, what's up? It's the real ass dude, Puerto Rican rattlesnake, Luis J. Gomez. You're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. Yeah. My name is Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who dropped his pants and underwear into a toy donation box and is currently dangling some mistletoe over his boner. That's Jeff Clark. What's up? Sounds like I might need to go on a list with that kind of, those kind of actions. And... Beaming to us from the inside of Santa's sack, the jolly bearded booger eater known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, brah, brah. Um, you need to give me a second. After all of this 45-minute buildup to get down and record, I forgot a vital piece of equipment necessary for what I'm about to do. I forgot my Bluetooth-enabled butt plug. Oh, <laughs> uh, Dude, I actually uh, I'm going pantsless this this podcast. Nice. Truth be told, you know I actually um, when we did Dragon Ball Queef a couple days ago, turns out I shit myself. So that was fun. Good good thing wait, I was wearing wait. good thing I was wearing pants for that one. When did you realize that you shit yourself as we're recording, and how come that wasn't brought up mid sentence? Yeah. You shit yourself mid sentence. Like straight up shit yourself or sharded? Sharded. Okay, fair All enough. All right. Well, that's, I mean, that's a little bit different. I was going to say, what a game face. But if you just full on shit your fucking pants. I mean, look, we were on a roll. I didn't want to derail the conversation. We talk about poop enough. I wanted to focus on the, uh, the subject at hand, you know? It's a real professional. Um,. But yeah, this is the the last show of the year. Uh, Question. Before I go any further with what I'm about to do, did the bees in, you think, have anything to do with you shitting yourself? Because if that's what it leads to, I want no fucking part of it. No, but it may have contributed to a couple of silent migraines, but who knows? What's a silent migraine? (laughs) So I I Googled it because this was starting to happen to me kind of frequently i would get eye blinkies and sometimes they would be sort of hook shaped and they would you know blink and vibrate and strobe in my field of vision and be really annoying and then it would sort of expand and just go out across the globe of my field of vision and then sometimes when it would stop i would get uh, like an actual migraine but not every time and I, I Googled it once, and it said something about silent migraines. I was like, oh, oh, cool. Another fun, manly thing about me. I get those. <laughs> but Christ. as I was saying, uh, this is the final show of the year. We are going to be taking next week off. You know, enjoy, enjoy Christmas. Spend some time with the family. And uh, just wanted to thank you guys in the Puminati for what is now a dozen years. A dozen years of poop and fart jokes and embarrassing stories and stunts and movie reviews and uh, 
people and, quitting and queefs. coming back and yep all that those things too but yeah we- it's been a fucking blast no signs of slowing down yet we're this podcast is 12 years old almost old enough for r kelly to pee on and we got to keep it going until we're at least legal i thought it was that meant we were almost too old for r kelly to pee on you might be I think right. The sweet spot's thirteen to fifteen. Oh, okay. So we're <laughs> ju- we're we're coming of age. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, for, 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 for Kelly, R. Kelly. And, uh, piss targets. Yeah, to be in his um his fucking piss harem. Yeah, being his so golden just, shower party. Did you do it on both eyelids or just the one? I did on both. So you're you're okay. you're gonna be beezing as well, Shuddy boy. I'm beezing. I found it specifically Shit. to see if it's Kevin just being a bitch or if it really works. We truly care about real science here. I have not taken my medicine all day, so we're going into this with no completely controlled experiment. Did you get stoned yet? No. That's the medicine I think he was referring to, right? You don't well, have yeah. any. No, I think you're supposed to I think you're supposed to medicine first and then Burt's bees. Is that what you did? I th- I, that's what I did, but let me just google it again and double check. Yeah, we don't want to fuck this up. We need this. Yeah, we might have fucked it up last week. This week, we the whole reason I'm doing it is to. Well, uh, I mean, Kevin did it, so we 100% <laughs> fucked it up, probably. Okay, so <laughs> this is fucking awesome. There's a Wikipedia page for Beeson, and it's a delight. Beeson is the practice of applying Burt's Bees brand lip balm often menthol or peppermint flavored to one's eyelids. This practice, besides causing a stinging in the eyes, is purported to induce or heighten the sensation of being drunk or high, or create a state of... Or or create a state... Or perceived state of enhanced alertness. What the fuck? Some commentators have claimed that the practice is not widespread as claimed, or is entirely made up uh, uh, an example of moral panic. And then it has a picture of like some like lit little brat or whatever with a fucking beanie on and his bangs over his face applying the Burt's Bees. And then like a heavier gal whose features look all swollen with the headline, The Effects of Beezin. Wow. Look this up. I do please. dislike that the Wikipedia entry has a section called dangers. Ah, it's a bunch of bullshit. I'm fine. Peppermint oil in the product product is an eye irritant with the potential to develop into a full blown inflammatory response requiring treatment. Oh, give me a fucking break. Get yeah, out of here. You need any treatment? No. And I'm a weenie. I mean, on the on the list of or right on the list of pranks, stunts that you've done, where do you even rank that? Does it even rank? No, I love this. Not October, like, April twenty fifth, two thousand four. Like one of my letterback Steve grades. An article that said, "I tried bees in and lived to tell the tale." Oh boy, what a fucking drama queen! Did someone and, was that a fox or a vox? Uh, Buzzle.com. What's buzzing me, bumming me out, excuse me, is the uh, the references. All of the citations are from damn near 10 years ago. There's one from 2013. It's like, oh, come on. 
where that leads to the party. It just seemed to pick up steam again on Twitter. Not yeah, that's Twitter. when I saw it. TikTok. Yeah, it's TikTok, dude. They have all those gnarly trends. I'm telling you, you gotta you gotta download TikTok, Kevin. And everything I'm seeing after further research is that it doesn't do anything except hurt your eyes. Yeah, that's what I you said. An eye irritant. I. It didn't hurt know. my eyes. I mean, once we got done with the show, I was I was very stoned. Then again, it doesn't take much, and I just took it like a wet paper towel with some warm water and wiped my eyelids off and went about my day. Well, now I feel like if I don't do it, I'm a bitch because I let the internet sway me. Yeah, don't get scared, shuddy boy. It's okay. We'll get through this. Yeah. Should I get this fucking snow globe out of the way? Is it really just super distracting? Yes. It's fucking stupid. Oh, I knocked it over! Alright, fine. Is it broken? No, it's still... It's still singing at me. I don't know. I was trying to do something festive to fix the coloring in this damn webcam that makes me look like a fucking bloated corpse. I don't think you look that pale. I mean, you just kind of look like you. You're you're a pale guy. Yeah, but I'm not that pale. I need to give myself every advantage I can in that department. Shit. Put the lube bottle back up there. No way. I don't want to get in the doghouse with Carl again. <laughs> she thought she thought that was weird of me. I, I actually kind weird. of agree. That's what was weird. Yeah, go figure, right? Shit. It's the little things that pile up, Kevin. You don't want to get on Carl's bad side. I don't, no. If you need if you ever need help in that department, you let me know. I'm the Carl Whisperer. <laughs> I don't want to get on Carl's bad side. True crime Carl is what I call her. No, a happy a happy Carl means a happy Kevin. <laughs> Speaking of true crime. I fucking Oh yeah? No, wait, hold on. What were you gonna say? No, I'll we'll go into that. We'll go into that. I think those jokes we were making were in the the Easter egg that isn't gonna see the light of day. No, that's gonna see the light of day. Oh, is it okay? Yeah, I saved it. Thank God. Well. Anyway, I was gonna say, speaking of Carl, she, you know, had a bit of a stressful week, so we had a nice low key weekend. Um I've got some interesting developments happening with uh, some of my screenplays. So I was like, hey, I, I'm I'm totally down to just chill out and uh, have a relaxing weekend. Oh, okay. Never mind. Shady How much boy. did you put on? I don't know. A couple of rubs. Yeah, that seems like it should be good. All right. Shuddy Boy has applied the peppermint Burt's Bees to his eyelids. How, what's the uh, sensation like, Shuddy? It's cool. It's exactly like you described it, like when you're rolling and somebody blows a Vicks Vapo pen in your eye. <laughs> it's quacktastic. It's not irritating. It's it's okay for now. For now. Let's hope it doesn't turn for you, buddy. I know. Let's hope I don't lose my eyesight. Imagine I go blind bees in. On... <laughs> well, think of the settlement you'll get when you sue Bert's Six bees. days. Uh, before my 42nd birthday, I go blind because I put Burt's Bees lip balm on my eyelids. Wait, you're turning 42? Nope, I'm turning 41. I apologize. Yeah. Easy, Shuddy. You don't want to rush through these these golden years. <laughs> it specifically says don't put on your eyes. <laughs> Those pussies. So yeah. I think that means I cannot get any money from them. 
Well, no, yeah, no, were, no, you can't. You were too busy putting it on your eyes to see the labels telling you not to do that. They should. It have made actually it doesn't say don't put it on your eyes anywhere on the label. Oh, well, maybe we can get some money. Cha-ching. I know. I don't know where the box. Do you still have the box, Kevin? Does the box say don't put it on your eyes anywhere? Oh no, I chucked it because I can't, did. You have to get a two pack as well. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Well, the first time I found it and almost bought it, I could only find it in an eight pack. Jesus. And I was like, nope, you know what? We'll just wait until we find the. It's definitely irritating my eyes. Like it's a lot not... of people are beezing for the holidays. You're, fe- you're feeling some uh, some sting. No, like that, it's like tingling my eyes. You can tell like it's doing some like it's a little bit of a tingling sensation all over my eyes. I would consider that that being the eye irritation they were discussing. I would like to meet, meet the chode that um, thought this up. Because it's not guaranteed that the person that thought it up was the first person that did it. It could have been just, uh, you know, it would be funny if we just put out on the internet that putting fucking Burt's Bees on your eyeballs gets you higher. And then somebody saw it and was like, ooh, I'm trying that. Well, you'll have to you give us like updates, shuddy boy. Burt's Bees who leaked it out? Maybe to move some product. Hey, it worked. Yeah, we bought we bought four tubes. Yeah, I'm not even a I'm not I'm not a uh, lip balm guy or chapstick guy, but I might need to get some so I can join the club, do some bees in myself. (laughs) I don't want to be left out, especially if it feels like you're on Molly and people are blowing cool smoke in your eyes. That's kind of cool. No, it definitely doesn't feel like you're on Molly. Oh. But um, it definitely there's no good indication of how it started. Hmm. Well, you'll have to keep us uh, updated with the the progress of your stone, the shuddy boy. We can see if this works or if I'm just a, a weed bitch or well, you can compare my it. Performance will indicate one way or the other how it's working. You can you can give a uh, a comparison of mangoes eating mangoes, which you've. You've, you're on the record of saying that eating mangoes before you get high gets you super stoned, right? I what I my move now is I eat a little bit of an edible because you're supposed to eat mango 45 minutes to an hour before you smoke <laughs> in order for it to be most effective. <laughs> okay. So I eat an edible. And then I, I'll eat mango while I'm waiting for the right after the edible. And then you smoke? No. So then when the edible kicks in in 45 minutes to an hour, it interacts with the mango perfectly. The mango accelerates it. Yeah, you're like a weed scientist. My eyes are getting very watery. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. We, I wonder what... It does to you if you don't smoke pot. It says it's supposed to wake you up. And I can feel that because you're not closing your eyes and relaxing. Yeah, well, shoving a cactus up your ass will probably wake you up, too. <laughs> yeah. You fucking shoot yourself in the leg, you'd be, you'd be wide awake. <laughs> I'm going to say right out of, in my professional opinion. Yeah. You are a pro. It's not worth it to bees. Okay. When mango is readily available and doesn't fuck with your eyes. <laughs> yeah, you can even get mango in Pennsylvania. 
we can get pretty much everywhere in the country. We can get it in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I think mangoes are legal in Pennsylvania. Mangoes are legal in Pennsylvania. Well, look I at thought that. mangoes are more exotic than maybe I'm. Uh, Mango are on the common side of the tropical fruit scale, at least huh. in today's world. Fair enough. I'm not a fruity kind of guy, so I wouldn't know. They are uh, awful to peel and cut. So I recommend dried mango or already cut mango if you're going to go that route. Yeah, I've never actually purchased a whole mango myself because I've noticed that they're fucking pain in the ass. I'll buy them a couple at a time and I'll cut one and then the rest will go bad because it's such a pain in the ass that I can never get myself motivated to do it. There you go. So that's why I switched to dried mango. Not that anybody really... No, it's important. You're helping people get high. And that's kind of one of the one of the things this podcast brings to the table. Yeah, that's in our mission statement. <laughs> yeah, I don't think core, that's core values. <laughs> um, well, as I was saying before, uh, Carl and I had a nice easy weekend, watched a lot of movies, and you know, she would pick one, I would pick one, and I was like, you know what we have to watch? We have to watch Total Recall. And she kind of rolled her eyes, and she's like, "Ah, all right." Like she's not a big fan of Schwarzenegger. She's not a big fan of Stallone. Basically, just because she doesn't like jack dudes of that jackedness. She always says they they kind of look like bags of snakes. And I was like, "I, all right, I can get you know they're they are." Testosterone-driven, overly manly, like, explosion, karate chop, whatever. So, yeah, more dudes like Total Recall and Schwarzenegger movies and Stallone movies. But she went in with an open mind, and when it ended, she was like, yeah, that was good. I was definitely entertained, and a lot of shit happens in that movie. And it got me thinking, I was like, you know, if you compare the two, like... Arnold and Stallone. There are some similarities in their filmography. I feel Total Recall, or maybe, no, 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 I have to reverse it. Demolition Man is sort of like Stallone's Total Recall. Like, it's, it's his sci-fi action movie. There's the, they have their, their tentpole uh, franchises, that went for a very long time and actually are kind of still ongoing to this day with Terminator and Rocky. And it got me thinking, I wanted to get your guys' input on it. Who has more five dickers under their belt? Arnold or Stallone? I think most people would say Arnold, but I think we probably have to check the tape, honestly. Because Rocky 1, 2, and 4 are like clear five dickers. And I yeah. know people that are pretty passionate about Rocky Three. I think what we need to do is do an Arnold and Sly Bracket. Okay. I thought you were going to say what we should do is is put a poll up. Well, I mean, 
we could do that too. That's per that's much more relevant and gets us back on that train. <laughs> uh, but Jeff, you should put together a bracket that one side is all Arnold movies and one side is all sly movies. And then we whittle them down to the best of each and put them against each other. I feel like, okay, but just workshop. Well, that that's, idea. that's, I think, I, mean, I think it's going to, we can just get to that ourselves, right? I mean, it's really on Arnold's side. Are we in any disagreement that it's T2? No. Kevin? Sorry, I was, I was putting the poll together. Best Arnold movie. Best Arnold movie? Yeah, it's T2. Okay. And where do we go? Does and whatever's best of Sylvester Stallone? which I think we'll have differing opinions on what would be his best. Would anything that you would come up with as his best top Terminator Two judgment day? I think, I think Rocky, I would like to, I would, I would like to put that to vote, but I feel like our audience is going to just skew towards Terminator two and maybe Terminator two is a better movie and more popular, even outside of the Puminati. I don't see Rocky beating T two, but like, I feel it, like it really depends on the on the day for me on the on that competition. I, I think Rocky's so one of the greatest at, movies ever. Like, well, I fucking love I mean, it. Oh, sports. Let's. I mean, Rocky Best <laughs> Picture nominee. Yeah, I don't even want to use. I didn't win Best Picture. I, I think it really did. Wanna, I don't even want to use that argument. But so, but no. Uh, what I'm saying is, when you look at it as pure cinema that's probably the better movie compared to t2 rocky as far as from a like film lists. standpoint like film like if you're watching it as a film person as far as directing story it's tough. but i think as far as just an amazingly fun popcorn just all-time movie that can watch at any moment from any point in the movie and be completely engrossed in it, T2 would win. Yeah, what gets your nipples harder? If we're all hanging out, drinking beer, smoking weed, and someone's like, hey, we should put on T2, or hey, we should put on Rocky. I honestly, it depends on the day. No, no, see, now, in that argument, it's going to get weird here, because in that argument, 99 times out of 100, I'm saying T2. But if somebody says to me while we're drinking and getting stoned, do you want to watch Terminator 2 or Rocky 4? Is Rocky 4 your favorite? Rocky 4 is my favorite of of the first four Rocky movies. And I it's it's just because I it's the first one I saw. You know, like I saw that one and then I saw probably Rocky two. Okay. Cause I remember Mr. Uh, Rocky three. I'm sorry. Cause of Mr. T. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, so I, I love I... Rocky four. Like I absolutely love that. That training montage in Russia is <laughs> probably one of my favorite scenes in cinema. Uh, I used, I used a lot of 2022 filling in my Stallone movie gap. I've now seen every Rambo, including the modern ones, and the only Rocky movie I haven't seen 
if you want to be technical, is Creed 2. But you better get on that since Creed 3 is... I know. It's, it's not like the only way to watch it is you have to fucking rent it. So I'm going to rent it on Prime. Um, probably before the year's out. But like... I, like, I, okay. If you put the franchises head to head, no matter how good Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 are, Rocky is consistently better. Correct. There's a significant drop off in the Terminator films after Judgment Day. Whereas Rocky doesn't start to kind of fall off until five, then Rocky Balboa sort of starts nosing it up towards Creed, which Creed was very good. Oh, yeah. I loved Creed. Uh, I think Rocky one and two are unquestionably the best two movies, like in a franchise ever. Because if, if I'll put you're it up asking against me- Terminator one and two, I'll put it up against Godfather one and two, I'll put it up against. Anything like like Rocky One, Rocky Two, you could watch that without taking a break, and it's fucking it's amazing the whole way through. You guys are probably going to call me a chode for this statement, but if I'm picking my favorite Stallone movie, it's Demolition Man. I I, act, I I'm not going to go. No, no, Stallone is so great, and this is this is what makes this conversation fun. Stallone and Arnold are so great that you don't have to go T2 and Rocky as your favorite movie. Like for me to like think of you as like a credible source on that. Like, it's fine. Like, Hey, I demolition two or demolition man, excuse me, kicks fucking ass. It does. I was literally just thinking about this the other day, like first blood. That is a five fuck. That is a five dicker unquestioned. Like one of the better movies (laughs) ever made. Like it's fucking sick. That movie is that movie kicks so much ass. Um, I don't know, man. It's a tough one. It would be like a fun bracket to do, honestly, or a fun poll to do. I just, I just know the Puminati. I know, I know they're gonna go Arnold. I I know it. Well, I did, I did put up the poll on Twitter. Um. Oh my god, they put a fucking. Is it COVID misinformation? Elon Musk is so cool. We got a uh, a warning on this tweet for sensitive content because it put out who has more five dickers under their belt. So it might it might get nerfed and lost in the algorithm. Well, he put in a yeah. We're probably gonna get shadow banned. So how if he knows that I'm working for Outkick, we should be. I thought this was all about (laughs) free speech. Ah, you fell for that. Well, anyway, so far we've you know it just went up, but. Uh, Schwarzenegger has eight votes. Stallone has zero. Yeah, but it's very early. It's only been up for a couple minutes. Like you, you guys think it's stupid. I think Arnold's got a legit five dick Christmas movie. I don't. I don't think Stallone does. (laughs) Like I love Jingle All the Way. I don't understand why, and no one agrees with me. I don't fucking get it. I'm glad you brought up. Jingle all the way because um, we Dom made me watch Santa with muscles. Oh yeah, with Hulk. For what the Hulk fuck did Hogan. I just watch? Uh, and one of the I'm getting to it. Somehow this piece of shit movie has 4.4 out of five rating on Amazon. Oh dude, you can't trust with Amazon. But. One of the three 
negative one star reviews starts off or is the review is this movie stinks this makes jingle all the way look like miracle on 34th street (laughs) both the 1947 one and the 1994 one oh that's awesome (laughs) jingle all the way fucks miracle on 34th street right in its ass so Santa with muscles, by the way, sitting at a comfortable 1.7 on Letterbox D. Too high. <laughs> Would you jingle all the way on that again? I can't believe sure we... Mila Kunis is in this movie. It's her first. It was her first full-length feature. And Garrett Morris, Clint and Howard, Ed, Ed Begley Jr., Jr., and Macaulay Cul- Macaulay Culkin's wife. Who is Macaulay Culkin's wife? Brenda Song. No idea. Yeah, I don't know either. Song? She, I think she did did like Disney shit or something when she was younger. Um, I don't even remember who her being in this movie. Um, she's last build. It's number twelve on her letterbox D though. So I'm I'm looking at at Arnold's page and I mean Terminator Two Five Dicker Terminator One Five Dicker Predator Five Dicker. Total Recall, Five Dicker. Like, his first four are Five Dickers. But my stuff with Arnold... Like, the first time I watched Total Recall when I was young, I'd maybe put it as, like, a Four Dicker. Then, over time, it grew as a Four and a Half. And then, my most recent watch, I was like, there's not a second of this movie we're on board. Everything is fucking excellent. There's great cheesy one-liners, three-titted lady, Arnold doing some of his best... <laughs> there's there's like when people get shot there's explosions of blood it's got sci-fi shit it's futuristic i don't know i and i never even knew that people considered the ending ambiguous were you guys aware of this i you know i gotta be honest it's been a while since i've seen total recall i might have to rewatch it to i don't i don't remember the ending if i'm being honest so, I mean, the whole point of Total Recall is he's like a construction worker. He's kind of bored. He wants to, like, <laughs> traveling and, and taking interplanetary vacations is expensive. So there's this company that will implant fake memories in your head of a vacation that you didn't even go on. But it'll feel real. And then while he's in there getting that process done, something goes wrong and he doesn't get imp- imprinted. And then it, he they trigger something in his brain that he's actually a sleeper agent and... He was hypnotized already to think he's a construction worker. So then everybody starts hunting him and he goes to Mars. And then I always just assumed that was the story. But there are people saying that the ending of Total Recall is like, oh, yeah, the whole thing was his memory that he paid for. And I say, no, that was all fucking real. He's a real spy. Do you you hold that belief after your recent viewing as well? Yeah. And okay. then they point out, they're like, the, the the coincidences and stuff are just too far beyond for it to be a real thing. Everything That's he experiences I... in the movie of Total Recall was the imprint that he paid for. And I can't really get into specifics. Um, not that I can't. I, I don't <laughs> think I'm able to, really. But, like, after I watched shutter island the first time i kind of had like a similar mind fuck yeah me it was too. just like like wait a second 
was he crazy? <laughs> like, wait a second. Wait, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, 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 that was actually one of my favorite movies I'd ever seen in the theater. I thought that fucking ruled. Oh, and just, like the fucking rules. Effect that it had on me and like walking out of the theater, I was like just so blown away and so into what I just saw. I think I've only watched it one since because like I've heard people like and read people kind of picking it, picking it apart. And how dare they? I'm not even picking apart, just like... Oh, just throwing out their theories? Yeah, and it was kind of like... I don't know. I don't know. I just haven't went back to it. So, I don't know. I want to rewatch. I want to rewatch uh, Total Recall because this, this sounds really interesting, actually. I feel like I have to watch Running Man again because last time I watched Running Man, it was a four-and-a-half dicker. That could be a five-dicker. <laughs> Running Man is fucking sick. God damn it, I love Running Man. You know what you need to, uh, you know, we need to revisit is Eraser. <laughs> I have revisited Eraser. And goddamn, that movie is so Fuck. fucking goofy. God, I, think, that movie I think you need to rules. revisit Eraser. I, I watch it at least once a month. All right, so let's look at Stallone. But what about, okay, uh, I know Shuddy disagrees, but True Lies. Where do we rank that? Are we done with are we done with Arnold Five Dickers? I it it kind of sucks because Fox owns True Lies and that was part of the catalog that Disney bought and apparently Disney has no intention to ever re-release any of that shit. So it's not streaming anywhere. I don't even think you can rent it anywhere. Maybe on Apple or iTunes or something, but I don't think it's. I don't think you can pay to rent it or buy it on Prime. I don't think it ever got released on Blu-ray, so I haven't <laughs> seen it in a wait, long. You can't time. buy. It? Wait a minute. I don't think either. If if they did put it out, it's it's out of print. Like if you go to Amazon, I don't think you're getting like a ten dollar Blu-ray of True Lies. If it True exists. Lies is on Peacock right now. No fucking way. It is. And according to Letterbox D, it sure oh! fucking is. Oh. I just came in my pants. Oh, this what a fucking wonderful day. I think I'm watching that tonight. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Shuddy. And happy <laughs> birthday work, to you, because you can watch it. Thanks. I won't nice. be. Spread some Christmas share. Good stuff, guys. I'm going to watch a movie with for my birthday with a plane in it, and it's going to be one of the top guns. See, according to my letterbox, D, it's, it's not on Peacock, but I don't know. That happened to me in the past as well. Did you click on what are you did you click on all services? No. Where the hell's that? Hold on, let me get in the app. I'm looking at it on the computer. No. Well yeah, the the computer might have more shit more options than the app does. Let's see. Either way, um I'm of the mindset that True Lies is a five dicker. Click where to watch. So There's when you're on the button. front page. God damn it. Right under the rating, which has it at 3.5, by the way. Probably rightfully where it belongs. It says where to watch, and I have Amazon and Peacock showing. Fuck me. What a glorious day. And then I click on it, and you can buy it on Amazon or stream it on Peacock Premium. Okay, because the last time I... said was stupid and wrong. Uh, No, what the fuck? Look, this is on Prime. True Lies, this video is currently unavailable. Are you talking about the Blu-ray of it? 
Yeah, you can purchase it, the disc. All I'm seeing is an import from Spain. Well, again, I'm... I mean, and then oh, a right DVD. here, Prime on DVD. Yeah, I'm not buying a DVD for $32. I think I already $19. have True Lies on DVD. Well, I'm just... It's not wrong that you can buy it. But oh, it's also streaming on Peacock. Okay, well... I'm. Wait a minute, Kevin. Is there really a huge difference for you between DVD and Blu-ray? Oh yeah. When was the last oh, time you shit. popped a DVD in? There. I don't even think about it. I, I think. We, I mean, we have plenty of DVDs and Blu-rays. I don't. They're rough. Especially what? on like, especially on these big flat-screen TVs that everybody has nowadays. You see all the imperfections of a DVD. Huh. Okay. I. I... I don't know. I guess I never. never All right. Well, that was a very long-winded conversation just about True Lies and its availability. But I, if it's on Peacock, I'm I'm rewatching it, and I'm fully prepared to give it a five dicker. And if it's not, I'll be very surprised. But that's definitely in the conversation. But then when you go to Stallone, his top four is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, which doesn't count because he just has a small role in it. Suicide Squad, where he plays a shark. Where, where, where? God, you're pissing me off. Where the fuck are you finding this? On Letterboxd. God, that. Rocky is number three. I hate that Creed, fucking app. Creed is number Wait, two. The two, the two. They're the two most recent movies he's been in, Jeff. Relax. 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 Arnold is no longer acting, so it's not. I, and I say that in quotes. We know. I thought he was talking about Stallone. My bad. <clears throat> These are Stallones, but Arnold's movies, he doesn't have any real newer ones like Guardians of the Galaxy or Suicide Squad that are being searched by other for other reasons other than Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'll say, okay, deep cut Schwartz, um, Stallone five dickers. Cliffhanger. I don't know if you guys are with me on that. I, think, I haven't seen that movie in a very long time. I think Cliffhanger's incredible. Uh, Cobra is not a five-dicker, but it's fucking great. And I think Judge Dredd is underrated. I watched Judge Dredd for the first time pretty late in life because I always heard about people talking about how stupid it is. And I was like, oh, these people have lost their goddamn minds. That was a fun fucking movie. I saw it in the theaters. Wait, Shuddy. You have Judge Dredd as a five-dicker. I sure fucking do. I love that fucking movie. That's, yeah, he gets unfairly shit over that. I am the law. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so the Rambos. Uh, Does anything past First Blood get a five-dicker? No. Which is weird Uh. because the, like, the other ones are, everything but First Blood is Rambo, like, out in combat. And... In a war, which is what no, most people think of when they when they think about Rambo movies, right? But the shit with him versus the small police department was so dope, and how he just like reverted to like Green Beret mode, <laughs> like fuck these guys, like I'll take on this whole fucking police force, <laughs> and like whoever the guy was, his colonel, his his dude in the in the Green Berets, like dude, 
Uh, you don't want it. You don't want it with Rambo. You do not <laughs> want it with Rambo. <laughs> I I watched so the the one piece of the Rambo puzzle that was missing that I just watched recently was Rambo three, and it's got really bad reviews. But one scene in particular, he's fighting this big giant dude who's bear hugging him, and he pulls the pin on one of his grenades, and the guy's like ooh ooh ooh, and lets him go. Rambo fucking karate kicks him in the chest. The guy falls through a hole and gets tangled up in a rope. And then you see the inside of this cave that this guy's falling down. The neck, or the, the rope catches his neck, snaps it, and then a split second later, the grenade explodes him. And it does one of those 80s explosions where there's like a cougar sound effect in the background. <laughs> where it like explodes, but then you hear like, Rawr! And I, I was like, you're talking about, okay. I was like, oh, oh, that fucking scene just saved this movie. That was awesome. Again, not a five-dicker, but awesome scene. A movie Three is you... the one where he's pit fighting, right? At the beginning? Yes, yeah. He's got, like, kendo sticks or whatever, battling a dude. That's not even fair. Um, a movie you didn't uh, mention that I, I think is... I'm going to have to rewatch it. I'll say it's comfortably a four-and-a-half-dicker, but Copland... Copland fucking rules. I haven't seen Copland since the theater. I've never seen Copland. Copland kicks ass. It's like a legit, like, like it shows off Stallone's acting chops. Dude can act. Stallone, better actor. And while we were talking about, Shuddy, you mentioned Rocky and its accolades, won three Oscars. Uh, It did get best picture that year. Like adapted it, screenplay. It got or original best director and best editing, and then these are all the nominations: Stallone leading role, Talia Shire leading role, Burgess Meredith supporting role, Burt Young supporting role, best writing, Stallone, best sound, and best music original song for "Gonna Fly Now" by Bill Conti. Wait a second. Can you go back to the best supporting? Because didn't Burt Young get nominated too? He said Burt Young after he oh, said Burgess oh, Meredith. Okay. He said We're best so... supporting Burgess Meredith. And then you started having a convulsion right. as he was saying Burt Young. Because we <laughs> talked we talked about that recently, me and my brothers. If you look at that if that supporting actor that year that that category i think it was like fucking stacked and the dude who won it was i think it was ned Beatty from from network right oh i don't know i think I'll, if you if you're able to click in i think it was ned Beatty, and he's the guy who's like effectively in the illuminati telling this dude to like shut the fuck up <laughs> like have you ever have you ever seen network have you guys seen network uh no, no. oh that movie fucking rules but what Kevin, put that on your watch list. I know you're going to have, I know you'll be watching a ton of movies over the next couple of weeks. Network, I think you would like it, Kevin. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's just one of those movies I haven't gotten around to watching, but it's in the old, it's it in the old watch list. Dude just fucking like kind of loses it and is just like, I don't know, just goes off about like society and stuff and like he picks up real steam and like, like his whole counterculture bullshit, like the studio or the corporation begins to use it in their benefit. And this guy 
comes from like the fucking top floor. <laughs> just like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know. It's dude, this it's awesome. But like the this, supporting actor category that 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 time was sick. Yeah, it was Burgess Meredith, Burt Young, Ned Beatty, and Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, and Ned Beatty won it. And I think I think he was on screen for like five minutes. Like it was just that scene. I mean, the blurb for this movie is just incredible. When veteran anchorman Howard Beale is forced to retire his 25-year post because of his age, he announces to his viewers that he will kill himself during his farewell broadcast. Wow. Yeah. And then it gets, like, crazy like ratings, and, like, the ratings bounce back, and the TV execs like, well, wait a second. <laughs> maybe we should let this guy off himself. <laughs> yeah, maybe, wait a second. This guy's got something now. But if we were to do a Stallone versus Schwarzenegger bracket, I think I would just, I think I would stagger them. Like I might go Arnold versus Stallone, or, or I would probably just power rank their best movies and just try to find eight for each. And yeah, like mix and match. But we'd have to find someone, someone else to vote on it. We could do Dom again, but Dom could be a good a good. I mean, he is a little biased because Total Recall is on his Mount Rushmore, but he could be more into Stallone's campier stuff. I don't know. But what if it doesn't make it though? Because I like Rocky one, two, and four on there. Rambo's on there. Demolition Man's on there. And if this motherfucker's on like page seven of imdb for fucking salone like well wait a second what about i can't even think of a dumbass movie he might like but it might like money the vote so yeah. i mean dom's the man so if we're gonna do it with him that's cool too but i don't know we can figure it out i was actually thinking of another bracket i wanted to run your uh run past you guys something that we do in 2023 it's gonna take me a little work but I was thinking maybe a conspiracy theory bracket where we figure out our favorite conspiracy theory or the best <laughs> or however you guys want to vote on it. <laughs> like obviously the one seeds nine eleven, right? Um, That's a pretty strong. I one. think, right? Was can you think? I mean, JFK moon landing, and there's some strong one seeds out there. Um, would you even consider JFK conspiracy? Well, that was actually brought up in. Like my outkick slack. They were like, I don't like that's not a conspiracy, right? Like, we does anyone actually believe like Lee Harvey Oswald hacked it alone? Like, I don't think anyone believes it. Yeah, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like the 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 definitive conclusion of that event. This is kind of random. Bit of a detour, but sticking with movies. One of my one of the guys that I know, are you drinking? I'm just polishing off the rest of this bottle of wine. God damn it. I love unemployed Kevin. At two o'clock in the buddy. afternoon. Fuck it. I love it. Yeah, fuck it. One of the- you're definitely you're definitely taking the writing seriously though, if you're sitting around drinking at two thirty wine at two thirty in the afternoon. Hey, this is MSPH day. Mondays are devoted solely to MSPH. Nice. I was making just trying to make but, a joke about you being a real writer that's all i mean yeah writing actually does unlock some of my brain juices i'm not gonna lie drinking yeah but uh 
just a quick update on that. So um, the homie Christian, Christian Hand, is passing Zombie Beach Party on to uh, a producer buddy he knows. Because I, I gave him a copy, and he really liked it. And he was like, yeah, let's let's try and do something with this. So he's he's helping me out with that one. And I've a couple people reached out to me, and they were like, now that you're you know unemployed, why don't you try your hand at just putting one of these screenplays through? Use this time to finally get something done. And I'm getting the, the John Cooper script, which I basically wrote to be my clerks, because it's extremely low budget, very minimal cast, very minimal set locations. And I have a producer who's going to read it and give me a budget. And if the budget's low enough, I'm going to talk to some people who I know who might be interested in investing and getting a couple of points on it and see how much I can raise on crowdsourcing. And if it's if it's doable, if it's within a realistic range, I'm going to fucking do it. Fuck yeah. That's exciting, dude. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, if the script as it is is too expensive and he's like, okay, if you cut this, this, and this, it'll bring it down considerably and put it in a, you know, like a realistic sphere, I'll probably do that. But if it's just no matter what, like, yeah, if you want this to actually be able to go into theaters, go into festivals, you have to do everything through unions it's going to cost you this much and there's no getting around it. Well, then I'm fucked and I'll, you know, put my resume in at Ralph's. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, kind of back to square one on getting your own movie off the ground, but I hear you. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I, I feel like it's it's one of these now or never things. I've been trying for fucking decades and the planets have never aligned and now that I got a basically zero budget script under my belt and <laughs> an abundance of free time on my hand, why not fucking go for it, you know? Fuck yeah. Absolutely, dude. But anyway, sorry. Back to the um the brackets. Uh no, I was just I, I'm gonna try to put together a conspiracy theory bracket because I think it's I think it's hilarious talking about conspiracy theories. I do too. Like some people just get really annoyed at, like it's not like I believe any of them. It's fun to present them and pretend like, what if? Yeah, what if the Earth is flat? What if the, there's the hollow Earth theory is real? And there's like yeah. fucking dinosaurs and lizard men at the center of the Earth. I mean, how far can this is? This might be a bit of a hot take, but how far from conspiracy theory is Christianity or Scientology? Right? I mean. It's kind of like a leap of faith. Like, hey, there's a guy up there in the sky watching you. You better, you better behave. Like, eh, yeah. I don't know. If you credit card yourself and, and sniff it too many times, you're you're gonna fucking burn in lava for a trillion years. <laughs> That's a conspiracy theory I can get behind. Yeah, dude. So, kind of movie. Keeping within the movie conversation, this is one of the funniest fucking tweets I've ever read. And I don't want to like, <laughs> I, I, it's a guy that I work with. I can't, he tweets shit like this all the time. He's like <laughs> super pro-American. I'm cool with all that. Loves football, whatever. Likes movies. He actually does like a movie review blog for Outkick. It's not, he's not, he doesn't cover every movie. He generally covers movies that he thinks he's going to like and like, 
uh, whatever. So he tweeted out last night, I told my girlfriend we're going to sit down and watch Red Dawn. She responded with saying she'd rather watch Selling the Hamptons. She's now currently packing her bags and getting the hell out. I like her, but any woman who won't watch Red Dawn isn't a woman worth knowing. Wow. <laughs> like, like, I... What I does wanna, she wanna, I want to I want to talk to him like how serious is this tweet? Yeah. Did, did you, you really actually, kick your girlfriend out? Did you actually did you actually break up with your girlfriend cuz she didn't want to watch Red Dawn cuz if that actually happened that is so good. <laughs> that's like some that's like some Costanza shit, right? Yeah. Oh, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what what was the thing she wanted to watch? Selling Cramps? Selling, Selling the Hamptons. Hamptons. Oh, what the fuck is that? One of those real uh, real estate TV shows where they're selling houses on the Hamptons. Oh. I'm assuming. Christ, yeah. brutal. Right, it's one of those Bravo shows. Whatever. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. There, I was obviously I wouldn't do it, but it popped into my head because when my 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 second turn of picking a movie over the weekend was Die Hard, and I was like, "What do you, What are your thoughts on Die Hard?" She's like, "Well, um, I've seen we it don't once. Like any smoke cigarettes." <laughs> I've seen it once. I don't really remember it. Um, she used to work at Nakatomi Plaza, so she's like, oh, sure. she's like, I mean, that building, like, it is you know by me, and it's also in Airheads, which is kind of funny. But she was like, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And she's she's a huge fan of Brooklyn Nine Nine, so she's like, yeah, and Jake Peralta's quoting it all the time, so I could use a a, a, <laughs> a refresh and get it fresh in my mind. And she clearly remembered very very little of it like the part where you know hans gruber is like clay bill clay and he hands him the gun she's like no 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 and the part booby (laughs) (laughs) the part when he's on the roof and he ties the fucking fire hose around his waist and jumps off when the c4 explodes and then has to shoot through the window and then oh no he's not out of the woods yet the little fucking reel that wraps up the fire hose plummets down and starts pulling him out the window and he gets it untied at the last second. She exhaled like she had been holding her breath for two minutes, like, (sighs) 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 and I was like, yeah, she's a keeper. (laughs) Die hard. Nice. She'd watch Red Dawn. Sure. Man, listen to this fucking weak take from one of the strongest Puminati out there. Oh no! Uh, oh no! I don't. Do either one of you guys follow Poop and Kathy on Twitter? No. Yeah. Th- give me your thing. I'm gonna rectify that right now. Um, hey, hey. I can text it to you, right? Why is she, she real incognito about her shit? Well, she's she's um, what are you like? She's got the lock symbol next to her name. Uh, yeah. You have to you have to request. Or whatever. So I'll I'll just text it to you guys. But she responded to the poll. I can see it because I follow her. The the short the Arnold Salone poll. I don't know. I hate them both. Oh <laughs> that is a red oh. flag. Come on, Poop and Kathy. I thought you You're were better cool. than that, Poop and Kathy. Come on. <laughs> oh man. But Salone, reading back into this, twenty four votes. Um, Schwarzenegger's got 16 Stallone's got 8 but he's on the board so wait is that her like personal account or her I, her persona of pooping Kathy 
I I think both. I mean, All right, well, I her just name requested is pooping is pooping Kathy, but it's locked. So I don't know, right? I can just say it, right? Because if she doesn't want you to follow her, she would just want to prove. Yeah, that I mean, she's the gatekeeper. Exactly. It's exactly. At, at Kathy off. Yeah, there you go. All right, I just requested to follow her, but man, I'm I'm wishing I could undo that now that that blasphemous tweet she sent about liking neither of them. Most of her tweets are fucking awesome. I send them to you guys every now and then. <laughs> it's great. She, she replied, oh, I don't know. I think it was Stern. It could have been us. She replied to either Stern or one of our tweets with like talking about her piss flaps. And it was just, <laughs> it was fucking wonderful. It was wonderful. <laughs> I love that lady. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little closer than the poll than when I last checked it. 69% Schwarzenegger, 31% Stallone. I mean, they're I both the bracket. juggernauts. Come on. Legends. Living legends. Yeah. I think it, the, the, the bracket would make the people, the Puminati, realize that this matchup is closer than I think they want to think it is. I just feel like... I feel like since I've been, like since you know, since I've been a kid, Arnold has been considered pretty much the best action movie star or a better leading man, at least, than Stallone. And okay, while, do you have do you have a thought on the best action movie ever? Because after watching Die Hard again last night, I mean, I've seen Die Hard a trillion times, but it's got to be in the conversation. One hundred percent. I, mean, I think just, Matrix is. The writing in it is just every little thing pays off. Even fucking coked out Ellis when he's when he meets John McClane in the office for the first time and he's like trying to flex. He's like, Holly, show him the watch. She's like, no, 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 I'll do it later. Nah, come on. She's being bashful. Come on. It's it's a Rolex. That's the watch John McClane fucking unclasps to let Hans Gruber fall to his death. Everything has a, like a payoff that gets referenced. It's just like the yeah. even the like you know the the guy R.I.P. who plays the the hacker when he's blowing through all the the fail the the security safes or whatever to get into the vault. Just the part where he's where Hans Gruber's like, "Oh yes, we needed the FBI to t- turn off the power grid to get to the final failsafe. You ask for a miracle, I give you the FBI." Just brilliant fucking writing. I would say The Matrix is probably the best. I, I think that's probably the best action movie. It's definitely in the conversation. I mean, that gun battle in the lobby, it's just... Yeah, I don't think I don't think it gets better than that, right? I don't know. And then, the, I mean, the final fight scene with the agent, that's fucking sick. Don't want to yeah. do spoilers. Well, now that we're talking about movies and i guess we have been the entire goddamn show but uh i went to the cinema on thursday and had another fucking moronic kevin craft moment so i used my i still got that amc pass thing where you get to see like three free movies a week or some shit and i used it to get my avatar ticket avatar 2 the way of water yeah something Yep. And uh, I went to the wrong goddamn theater. And thank God 
that AMC has 30 minutes of previews and then five minutes of AMC propaganda that you have to sit through before the movie actually starts. So I was able to drive from the movie theater at Universal Studios to Burbank and still get there in time to watch the Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumanium trailer. And Nicole Kidman doing her, Every time we go into the cinema, oh, magic happens. Which gets the biggest applause break of anything in any movie you go see at an AMC theater. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, Avatar 2, I got a laser AMC Dolby IMAX 3D fucking screening of the 13 different variants available to see that movie. And, and I liked it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I liked Avatar. I thought that was fucking cool. Yeah, sure. It's not the most groundbreaking storyline ever. It's basically just a sci-fi dances with wolves. It's been said a million times. But it was fun. The visuals were fucking mind-blowing. And they still are in Avatar 2. I mean, you got you to prepare for a numb ass. It's three hours and 12 minutes long. It's a lot of fucking blue cats. But goddamn if it wasn't entertaining. It's it's got its flaws, but I mean, how often do you go to the theater and you're just your jaw is hanging open. You're like in awe. You feel like a child of what you're seeing on the screen. Just like whoa. Ooh. I don't know. Did I enjoyed Carl myself. Feel this way? <laughs> Carl didn't go. Oh. <laughs> no, she wants no part of Avatar. Why? What held her back? I felt like it's gender neutral. She felt like the first one was kind of lame. <laughs> I, I, I mostly agree with Carl, interestingly enough. But it's James Cameron, you know? It's his fucking passion project. James Cameron makes excellent movies. For sure. And like I said, it does have its flaws. They, there's a new character. There's a a, a white kid who's all dreaded up named spider who thinks he's one of the navi and he you know like crawls around like a feral person like he's a cat and he snarls at people and it's like all right well that was unnecessary i didn't need that goofball the the two main characters zoe saldana and sam worthington Worthington. yeah yeah has he just been he doesn't do movies, right? He just does Avatar. I mean, I'm sure he's he's definitely done stuff in the last 13 years, but nothing is obviously nothing as big as Avatar. But like, Hacksaw Ridge, Everest, Terminator Salvation. Um, I don't know, man. It feels like man. after being in the biggest movie ever, he probably should be a bigger movie star. Yeah, and he's kind of not. But they've got the two of them to have kids now. There's multiple time jumps at the beginning of the movie. And the fucking... The two boys that they have are pretty fucking annoying. Somehow the word bro made it to Pandora. And these two fucking kids say it more than an Armenian Lyft driver. They're like, bro, these sky people, we have to kill them, bro. Like, come on, dude. This is fucking... Really taking me out of it with these fucking little turds saying bro every five seconds. It's, 
These bros are flaccidic. And They're the, growing down. When when any of the cat people get angry and they snarl, it's just like, ah, come on, don't make them do that. That's stupid. I don't like the snarling. But it's okay. the action. The action is fucking sick. It's awesome. It's 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 half of the movie is basically a nature documentary about an alien planet, and the other half is just sick action. And a lot of the times you forget these cat people are goddamn eight feet tall. So when they fucking attack humans, they're just towering over them. And the arrows they shoot at them are just massive. People just get obliterated by those fucking things. I don't know. I mean, I I enjoyed myself. I I hope that it it's it's weird that this fucking thing has to make like two billion dollars for it to be profitable. But I really hope he keeps making more of them. I know, I know they're at least shooting the third, but I think additional Avatar sequels are kind of in jeopardy depending on how this one plays out. Yeah, I think... I think my brothers were telling me something how he wants to shoot nine hours of Avatar 3 and then cut it before the studio has anything to say about it. <laughs> you know, so like there is, it's pretty much what he's saying is I want an unlimited budget. Yeah. And you'll get what you get. But I mean, the guy, it's I James mean, how Cameron. many flops has he made? Not a ton. As any? I mean, he started. I mean, it got all of the box office this weekend, really, basically. Yeah, but from what I'm seeing is it wasn't enough. They wanted it, it to be higher. <laughs> made $134 million. Well, what did... What did uh? What's the highest opening weekend? Didn't didn't Avengers put up like five hundred million? That or might have I been tripping? that might have been worldwide, but I think domestic. Yeah. Either Infinity War or Endgame, I think has the the number one spot of like a couple hundred million. Endgame three hundred and fifty seven million. Domestically. Uh, domestically. Ooh, fuck. Yeah, that's. That is not good news for Avatar three, right? Because that much money is out there, and he they they didn't get it. Yeah, I mean, well, I, the I, world I, is also different. Yeah, people now are than it was when that that came out. Yeah, yeah, but how much money did did, did Top Gun Maverick make? I get still in theaters. Sure, yeah. Yeah, Maverick. I don't understand. I I love that movie, and I'm happy it's doing well, but I can't believe it's still in fucking theaters. It kind of shows you how weak the movie industry is right now. So it opened at 126 million. Fair enough. It's got crazy longevity. That was the whole thing with Titanic, right? I mean, 2022 wasn't a bad year for movies, if you think about it. I mean... It's not every year, at least for me, that you get a five-dicker, and I thought everything, everywhere, all at once was a five-dicker. And then, you know, the, Bat- the Batman, Top Gun Maverick, we got a new Jackass movie this year. I thought the Norseman kicked ass. The Northman, excuse me. Uh, Barbarian was fucking awesome. I don't know. There were some good flicks this year. I just think that not as many people are going to the movies, though. Yeah, I think you still got a lot of people that are spooked by COVID, and we're right on the cusp of another giant spike or whatever. So that's probably keeping people at home. 
Well, um, and if it's not even that, it's just that people have gotten used to not going to the movies. Yeah, and there's it's also not... a big, a quick turnaround on streaming stuff. Like the fucking, that Irish movie you hated, Jeff, is already on HBO Max. The A lot of movies, they, they spend a couple weeks in the theater and then you can rent them on Prime or iTunes. Right. But that's not the plan for Avatar 2. And no. You know, and it really is not, one of those things where if you, James Cameron had his way, you'd never watch. No one would ever be able to watch any of the Avatar movies on a regular TV. Yeah. Or a laptop, at least. Which is just, that's a problem. That's a problem, I think. I understand. I understand the whole vibe of being like, this is a fucking major motion picture. Go see it in the theater. But if it doesn't hold up on a TV set, how good of a story is it? How good of a movie is it? You know, like it, I have issues with that, I guess. And that's because there's not much in the way of story and plot in either of the avatar movies. That's a problem, right? I don't know. I think that's a problem. The bad guys are trying to kill the good guys and take their land. That's the, for the record of both parts. I'm team human. <laughs> Yeah, fuck those aliens. Kill them all. Fuck Take them. their shit. Who cares? Yeah, it's colonialism. We brought it. We brought it to the rest of the universe. <laughs> I mean, I like it's. It's not a, a out there statement to say that it, it is more fun seeing a big popcorn movie in a theater on a big screen. And sure. Avatar Two is one of them fucking most expensive movies ever made if not the most expensive movie ever made i'm not quite sure on the stats but seeing it in 3d the 3d was fucking cool there were parts where they're in the goddamn forest with all the glow and shit and there's bugs flying around it looks like they're two inches from your face and then when these bastards shoot those arrows it looks like they're coming right for you you go like ah and you sort of dodge them well isn't the reason this movie took so long to make because the technology for what he wanted to do didn't exist, so he had to develop it in order Fucking to make the movie. <laughs> well, and then they had to teach Sigourney Weaver how to hold her breath for seven minutes, which, after seeing the movie, you did not have to do that to Sigourney Weaver. Is that, was, that, is that a legit story? Yeah. Kate Winslet what, what a maniac. and Sigourney Weaver both learned how to hold their breath for like seven minutes or some shit. That's fucking ridiculous. Could die. Yeah. Trying to do a fucking James Cameron movie. Dude, this guy's like a third of the one of this guy's cameras could probably budget John Cooper. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, like, you can make three John Coopers with that. You, you use one of <laughs> you make it a whole franchise. Pawn one of James Cameron's cameras and we can make every single one of Kevin's movies with A-list actors. If James <laughs> yeah. Cameron would just get a pair of tweezers and pluck one of his pubes and let me sell it on eBay, I could probably fund John Cooper. John Cooper. <laughs> Dude, just straight up like, nah, I'm going to give you a nine minute, a nine hour cut. And you're going to give me a blank check and we'll see what happens. <laughs> Dude, okay, James. You, I thought Avatar 2 is, it's fucking worth seeing in theaters. It was fun. It was a popcorn movie. I was like at every, any given second, there's something just crazy on screen to look at. That was a solid four dicker. I thought it was fucking cool. And I'm fair enough. I'll watch as many as they make. Yeah, I mean, don't <laughs> apologize for it either. Don't apologize for no, it. No, I will not apologize for liking a James Cameron movie. No, nor should you. 
Did you guys watch anything this past uh, week? I watched Santa Claus the movie with John Lithgow and Dudley Moore. I did. I dusted that one off. How does that? I don't. I've never even seen that one. You should watch it. It actually held up fairly well. Um, there are some things in it that are really wacky. Oh. Like it does. Uh, sort of make forced labor look fun and exciting. Well, that's because it is. Uh, and there is this scene where Santa's flying through New York City and he literally flies directly at the Twin Towers and pulls up at the last, se- <laughs> the last second. Santa's a sleeper cell. The sled goes, and the sled and the reindeer go right, like sort of right up it. That was... I guess there's a reason why you haven't seen that one, Kevin. <laughs> uh, but it was fun. It It's really... Uh, I wouldn't say it's a great movie. It's not a Mount Rushmore Christmas movie, but I would recommend watching it, Kevin. Hey, you get to see Burgess Meredith as an elf. Yeah, which I didn't realize until this viewing that it was Burgess Meredith. Yeah. It is on One of the Prime. best supporting characters ever. It's on Prime and Hulu. Uh, Hulu is where we wa- I watched it. Um, How many? Yeah, Santa it's a good time. Was... It's an hour and forty seven minutes. Dudley Moore is very funny. There are a lot of elf puns in it. Like it's it's very um, a lot more musical numbers than I remember. Yeah, not like singing musical, but like the elves are working, and it's just them working with. Christmas music playing in the background. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's I, I would recommend watching it. It starts off very dark with M- Santa and Mrs. Claus freezing to death. Yikes. Uh, within the first three minutes of the movie. Well, how many how many Santa dicks would you suck? Uh, I'm going to suck four Santa dicks. What was that? That was a fart. <laughs> Kevin just shit himself again. What did that play? I I tried to get because the the pooping Kathy <laughs> is on the farts page, and I tried to get off of that page, and it played that gigantic fart by accident. Oh my goodness! So how many Santa dicks are you sucking? Four. Wow. Four Santa dicks. I love this. This movie was in regular rotation for me at Christmas time as a kid. This was my go-to Christmas movie as a child. And so it has, the four is, has a lot of nostalgia factored in. Yeah. It's weird how, how powerful that shit can be. Like, um, I remember when I was a kid, for some reason, the first couple Christmases that I can remember putting the TV on, it had the, the Disney short. I think it's called, I think it's Pluto's Christmas tree. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, but it's like Mickey Mouse and Pluto go out, chop down a tree, and Chip and Dale are inside of it. Yeah, and, and then they get it home and they dress it up and they put the lights and the ornaments and Chip and Dale's. Chip and Dale are walking around the inside of the tree, and it's all there's all like it's all festive with lights and ornaments and shit. And I always remembered loving that. And then you know, back in the '80s and shit, you were just at the luck of the draw of whatever got put on TV. So I, I remember that was like one of those things I wanted as a part of every Christmas, but I could never find it past a certain age. But it's on it's on Disney Plus now. I always love that one. But it's super fucking short. My parents recorded Santa Claus the movie off of HBO for me. Ah, that's the movie. So we had it on VHS. 
Yep. That is the move. What about you, Jeff? You watch anything? Well, um, that's all. Uh, Jeff and I watched the same thing. And I think if Carl's correct, I think Kevin watched it as well. Kevin, did you see Don't Pick Up the Phone on Netflix? It was on while I was writing. Yeah. Oh, that's how you choose to answer the question. You didn't pay attention to any of it, Kevin. Yeah, I paid attention to some of it. Did you find it interesting? Are you now, a, is it now a true crime, Kevin? As somebody who worked at McDonald's in 2001 and 2002. Hit close to home, huh? Yeah, I was interested. <laughs> I, hey, you've never gotten any of these prank calls, have you? No. And I also never got the warning from McDonald's that somebody was. You mean the warning that they never gave the restaurants? Well, no, they, they say they did. They, yeah, they claim they gave them. I never got that fucking warning. If they had given those warnings to the restaurants, McDonald's would not have been found in any way culpable. Yeah. But so uh, let's holy that, shit. McDonald's saying they warned the franchisees does not mean they actually did. No, I'm living yeah, they, proof. They were clearly lying. Yeah. I was <laughs> they were clearly lying. I was a McDonald's employee. I, I never heard any of that shit. Me neither. But I in all fairness, I didn't know these things existed. I and... didn't know it had happened either. Right, I don't remember them talking about it in the news or anything, and I, I don't think like I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Like McDonald's management, like executives, never heard about it either. Or if they did hear about it, they probably didn't think it was like. I guess. I guess. Well, no, because there was a part in the documentary where they had they were like ordered to produce records, and they had records of dozens of these incidents. Okay. Yeah, I, I stand corrected. Everyone. So they, they knew. dropped off like twenty six boxes of evidence of stuff that had, <laughs> that had been reported yeah. to them. Yeah, they knew, and they were just burying it. Somebody could have tricked me and looked in my my prison wallet for a missing purse. Do you? Th- okay, fair enough. I was. This enough. is uh, the, it, it was. It blew my mind what had happened. Yeah, for people that don't know what we're talking about, this girl worked at a McDonald's, and the phone rang. And it was a guy saying he was a cop and somebody was accusing one of the employees of stealing money from them. So he takes the girl getting accused, the manager, into the back office and the guy's like, okay, I'm going to need you to be my proxy and fucking strip searcher. And not only do they both go along with it, it goes so far where she sucks some guy's dick because the guy on the phone said to. To prove that she wasn't stealing, she had to perform a sex act. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, yeah, this this was the craziest thing that's ever happened. Well, it happened over 70 fucking times. Yeah. What? In one form or another. How could you ever, to the person that thought up this idea, I'm going to call a random fast food restaurant, pretend I'm a cop, and get a manager to strip search one of the crew. And I think they even got dudes involved at some point. It wasn't all chicks. There was, they did, they offhand, there was, they did make a comment in one of the episodes, uh, like, they said it and they moved past it about a a young female manager of a Taco Bell sexually assaulting a male employee. Yeah, she checked his pee hole. High five that guy, though, (laughs) Murray. It's terrible what happened to Lois, Louise? Who was the, who was Louise? Terrible. She's a victim. Spoiler alert. 
she ends up winning the judgment and getting some money from McDonald's, which is completely fair. Good for her. I have no issues. And I don't even think it, the way it seemed, it wasn't that it was even about the money. Yeah. Obviously $6 million is not nothing to shake a stick at, but you know, I, I think that they were more looking for justice. Yeah. Fair enough. You could take her out of word for that, but then that 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 other guy, the McDonald's janitor who ended up like diffusing the situation after she already blew the other guy, was like immediately after she said she was gonna get money from it. But and, did like, she that guy or had did no... McDonald's get to him. I, okay, but even the guy who even the guy who did podcasts about that sort of shit, who was totally in her on on her side, was kind of like that was a weird thing to hear during the court. Well, you it's know, you like, know who I'm talking about? Yeah, but it, it's it's kind of like I don't think if something bad happens to you, especially something that bad, and while you're processing it, you're just like, I'm going to take these motherfuckers that for everything was they have. Part of McDonald's, I think they got the janitor to say that as part of their character assassination that they were pulling on her in order to get out of it. They kind of like were basically of the, well, you know, she was asking for it. She could have left the office completely naked and walked through a completely full restaurant at the height of the dinner rush and left, and left even though they had her car keys. She obviously wanted to suck his dick. And so mm-hmm. she could get a fat paycheck like that. That was McDonald's whole stance on the thing. But can we talk about the epic fuck-up of that Massachusetts police officer? For sure. Like, he is 100% the reason that that dude got away with it. Wait a second. Okay. I want to talk about this. I think the guy, David Stewart, who was was charged with, with these calls... I think he's a victim, actually. Their case was so fucking bad and dumb. That's what I'm saying. That is what I'm saying. Okay, all right, all right. Do you think he was guilty? Like, I don't think that guy was guilty. Oh, no way. No way. All right, go ahead. They have him on video buying the card that they used to make the calls. Bullshit. That was not a straight-on angle. That was not a straight-on angle, A. Yeah, but it was B, it's such bullshit. Like, they – like. Because the the Massachusetts guy thought he had him dead to rights and fucking blew his load right in front of him as soon as he found out the name of the suspect, the date, like, didn't have any chance to gather any real evidence against him. That's where, that's how he fucked it up. Maybe there was no real evidence to gain. Like they said, they they don't, we will, nobody will ever know. They didn't put any surveillance on this dude. They did so. If they would have, if if that cop would not have confronted him immediately and been like, "Tell me about this," and given him the chance to plead the fifth, and then they just watched him instead of the next day catching him at a payphone for three fucking hours using a calling card. But the guy had an alibi. Like he, 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 his wife, his wife 
His but he wife, had to pick his kids up from school, right? I mean, he picked those kids up from school. Right? Allegedly, to his wife. Yeah, allegedly, he could have just been like, "Look, I his don't, I don't have, have an alibi easily. for those days, but I didn't do it. You gotta, you gotta save my ass." Bullshit! 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 Nah, I think it was him. No, it's it's completely fucked. Like, like the, the the defense attorney made a great point when he was like, "This guy has never gotten a fucking speeding ticket, and they gave him a five hundred thousand dollar bond," and and. Okay, what happened to the girl is disgusting, right? I mean, you know, the sexual assault, what happened to 70 people or whatever, disgusting, right? But at the end of the day, the guy made a fucking prank call, and the, the pieces of shit on the other end were too dumb to figure out what was happening. I'm not talking about the victims, talking about the the, 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 assail- or the, the accomplices to, the, to these assaults, right? I mean, $500,000 for... For that crime, when the guy does ha- has no record, is fucking ridiculous. That is ridiculous, right? We can agree. I don't know. That, I don't right? think. I don't think having a record, like there are some people I think that the there's... severity of that crime, one hundred percent warrants that bond. Yeah, there are some people that have no priors and then they fucking shoot up a school. Like you don't have to have a prior to do something awful. I'm sorry. When you mix that it. with this guy was a family man. All of his neighbors thought he was a good dad. Like, yeah, but people say that about serial, like convicted serial killers all the time. Like, oh, I had no idea. He seemed like such a great guy. He was married. He was a family man. I don't know. When you add that stuff up and then you add up the idea of him picking up his kids, stopping along the way to make a fucking prank call and a shot in the dark. Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. It, it's fucking, it's a stupid argument. It's, like, like they didn't have enough. Evidence That's just going and- on the fact that that was actually the case. Because, like, let, let's let's just say, like, like you said, everybody in that guy's life was like, "Oh, no way, it couldn't have been him." And that happens all the time. People that do hor- horrific shit. They're all- sometimes people are like, "Yeah, he was a fucking psycho." It was just a matter of time before he snapped. But a lot of times, people are like, oh, "I never saw this coming. What a great guy." If you never saw it coming, and like. I don't know. I got accused of doing something like that. You'd be like, that's just not in fucking, there's no way. That's not, that doesn't sound like Kevin. But if I was like, dude, this was, this is fucking crazy. Like I didn't do this, but like, can you just say you and I were hanging out? You might go for it. No, I'm saying just because that guy's wife was like, oh, that couldn't have been him. He was picking up the kids. I'm sorry. If the guy has a fucking alibi, He's got neighbors that are vouching for him. He has a job. He's never gotten in criminal. He's never committed a crime. I mean, at what point is it like, well, you know, innocent until proven guilty? Like, well, uh, yeah, they charged him with something and they found him buying uh, uh, prepaid phone cards. Is that weird? At the, even at the time? Sure. Is it coincidence? Yeah. Does, is he some serial fucking sexual assaulter? I well, he couldn't be without know. all that previous stuff. Say that again? He couldn't be without all that previous stuff. If he was like, I've never purchased a prepaid calling card in my life, then it's like, well, yeah, then it's pretty tough for it to be this guy. But who the fuck bought those things anyways? I never, never bought a fucking prepaid calling card. You want to hear something weird? This uh, is fucking weird. Cheech has a prepaid phone. This motherfucker refuses to go to smartphones. He's got more money in the bank than probably all of us combined. Maybe this he did it. 
<laughs> he might be. He he might be doing this actually. He might be it the was, don't pick the phone up guy. It was Cheech. it's like dude the only people that have those kind of phones are like fucking criminals and offenders dude (laughs) anyways cheech better get get rid of that shit so if anything ever does god forbid happen he he does have an alibi oh i don't have a fucking burner phone that's that's weird (laughs) yeah i mean I'm probably gonna have to be his alibi too, and I would 100% lie for Cheech. So maybe to your point, this guy's wife That's exactly is exactly what. We, yep, there we yeah. go. But I just couldn't believe all uh, this shit was happening while I was working at McDonald's, and I never even heard about it. That's like, wild. Like I got it. I gotta imagine the only way this stuff could go forward is if the the managers that were on the phone that fell for it kind of in a weird way wanted to do the strip search. Uh, well, I guess I got it. The fucking cops telling me. Like when I w- I was a manager at McDonald's. If a- if the phone rang and somebody was like, "Hey, I need you to strip search that fucking cute girl you work with," I'd be like, "What are you fucking retarded? I'm not doing that." If if you're a cop, come down here and arrest me, because I have a. I'm pretty sure I will be able to beat any charges of like, "Hey, why didn't you just take this random call at their word and take this girl's clothes off?" And I'm. Not only am I stupid right now, I was even dumber when I was a fucking teenager, and I still never would have fallen for that shit. Bad look for small town America. Real bad look here. <laughs> very, very. Yeah. I mean, I, to your earlier point, that's that is pretty much like that is kind of what happened, right? Like these guys were presented the ability to have even more power than they already had, which is very little because they're fucking McDonald's managers. Well, here's, here's the thing, you know, when they were talking about it, it, they, they mentioned that study about having people shocked if they answered incorrectly. Yeah. Like, uh, like from ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and they said 65% of the time people followed through. So that means 35% of the time this dude probably got hung up on. So 70 ha- over 70 happened. How many did he strike out on? Cause they even said that he would call. And when he, it would, you know, he had been doing it for so long that he knew what to say in what situation. And maybe I have way too much faith in humanity, but I got to think the fail rate was like 70, 30. I hope so. I mean, Christ, could you imagine, like, set aside for just the horrible, disgusting nature of the prank, but, like, if anybody floated that idea to you, and after you got done berating them for how much of a scumbag there are, they are, like, and also, what makes you think this would even fucking work? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And not only did it work, dozens of times it worked! Oh, my fucking God! How, like, again... Can't overstate how horrible it is for the fucking people that this happened to, but oh, it just goes to show. Awful. Just goes to show like I, how gullible the general public is. People will just fucking believe whatever they're told. I would kill someone if they did this to one of my children. Yeah. Nothing I, would stop me from murdering them. Nothing. Absolutely yeah. nothing. Sure. Yeah, no, I hear you. But like there is like you can't be dumb. Like you gotta, 
<laughs> you gotta hope your kids aren't that i i don't know i you know I, I never really met bradley or traven but you gotta hope your kids aren't that fucking dumb there is like a level of just like this person these people are pretty dumb right like like i'm trying well, to put myself in them shoes it's like it's like that were like, underpopulated okay. and much more prone to listening to the police and you know just these small communities like Blackfoot, Idaho. Sure. Yeah. But a lot of the stuff they talked from the victims, like a, a connecting thread is there. They were like military families. Like my dad was in the military and I was told to just obey every adult, obey every order. Like it might also be worth sprinkling in from time to time, but also use your head and don't let anybody fucking finger your ass or let some random person on the phone tell you to suck someone's dick. Like at some point you have to like teach your kids common sense. Again, I'm not victim blaming. I'm blaming these fucking parents that are just like, yeah, blindly follow every order. Sure. Yeah. And like, you know, you got to think of how many times he failed and how many times he failed, like with the employee in the room in that it's like, Hey, we got this employee that we think stole something from one of your customers, like bring him into the office. Like, it's like getting to that point. That's not, that's not ridiculous. Like, okay. But then once you hear from the guy, like, okay, now make sure, all right, take their clothes off. We're going to strip search them. At that point, it's like, all right, all right, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Come to the, you come to McDonald's. I have to come back to work. I have to go back to work. Yeah. Fuck you. You know what I mean? Like you got to think of how many times this guy actually failed. Like his success rate, there's no way his success rate is above 10%, in my opinion. Right. Like, so you got to think, how many calls was this guy doing? And it's just, I'm sorry, based on the little, the little um, information provided about the, the, the guy they accused, David Stewart, he's a father of what, two or three. He, he does have a career. He does have a wife. How the fuck does he squeeze that into his into his day? How can that happen? I just it was all done between I think it's I a lie. I think it's a lie. and midnight when he was not working. Bullshit. I don't believe it. But I guess he had a cop complex. I don't know, but so did I guess so did the man the McDonald's managers, right? To a certain extent that that helped him out or that that yeah. did that. Like, what are they doing? Stri- Again, like once you get to the strip search point, it's like, all right, you're either fucking with me or you got to come down to the fucking McDonald's and do it. I don't know. You well, know let's, I mean? let's address like, the elephant in the room. I worked at McDonald's because I failed out of college. <laughs> like that's how my life ended up there. It's the whole premise of working at mcdonald's is a punchline for failure like stay in school what do you want to do end up working at mcdonald's so like they they probably were able to trick a couple of these dim bulb managers into thinking well i don't want to go to jail i'm just going to obey this cop he sounds legit for sure i just i i think there's no way david stewart did it (laughs) well you always you always like to side with the scumbags I mean, I guess I'm just a defense attorney at heart. I don't know, man. Like, I I think based on the fact that they they had a fucking jury of his peers weigh in on it and they can they 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 said he's not guilty, to me that's enough. Like, well yeah, just Netflix like OJ OJ back into it. OJ didn't oh, kill his wife. On. Come on. He's innocent, have, clearly. A jury found have, him innocent. 
you have motive. You have bloody gloves in his fucking car. Like, I, do we have to go like, through the OJ like, Simpson like, case? Like, like calling like, oh, cards? Okay. Oh, he... I'm sorry, go ahead. They found bloody gloves, kind of like prepaid calling cards. Purchased in the exact town where all the cars calls were made from, and it's I, I don't th- too I don't coincidental think for this guy to be innocent. I do. I I, I don't think that it's clearly not enough to fucking to to convict him guilty, right? I mean, the jury of his peers, you would think they're also dumb and gullible, right? <laughs> it's from a small town. Hey, they let OJ they, go. I, hey, juries don't always get it right. But either way, it was it was an interesting and just fucking jaw dropping story. Like every every next like unfolding event is just like you got to be fucking kidding me! What they did that? Holy shit! So dude, that's pretty much all of these. You gotta. I want to watch the 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 new one with the Indian serial killer. I gotta talk to <laughs> True Crime Carl. See if she watched that one. <laughs> Detective Carl. <laughs> Uh well before wait, we wait what's up how many how many don't pick up the phone dicks are you guys sucking I guess it was uh, like four from what I paid attention to yeah four as well I'll go three seven five because what they did to David Stewart was fucking wrong yep always uh always siding with the criminals Jeff Clark oh innocent until proven guilty here in the good old U S of A. Before we go away for the year, let's let's chip away a little bit at Mount Voicemails. Yay! Let's see what our our fellow humans are chiming in with. Let's see. I'll fucking switch over to this. Fucking splink up that. Fuck. Something we did recently got a ton of people calling in. We are we will never catch up. Never. Could be. Uh, something I think you recently did <laughs> or something that recently happened. You might've caused a voicemail spike. I don't know what that is, but. Well, that would be a very delayed voicemail spike. Oh, you mean within the last couple of days we've gotten a lot more. Yeah. Oh, huh. maybe it's the bracket. Yeah, could be. That Jeez would track. Christ. Okay. We did. That one, shit. Okay. Uh, let me know if this sounds familiar, you guys. Oops, oops. Plate. Oh, God damn it! This fucking thing can't even give me a Christmas present this year, huh? Mad Scientist Party Hour. This is your friend and loyal, faithful, Illuminati listener, member extraordinaire, Brian. From Houston, coming to you. Yes, you guessed it. From Houston, driving to work, and I just finished listening to um, the newest episode, October third, I believe it was five seventy eight, the Plan. And uh, I was really, um, I was really excited to hear about y'all's experience uh, at the Wu Tang show. Um, the one here in Houston uh, was fucking incredible the um, the show itself was was very good uh, I neglected to bring earplugs so by the time Busta came on I had a fucking banging ass headache 
But the um, man, the security check couldn't have, couldn't have been lighter. Um, Could you imagine having then, a headache at a rap concert? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what is it, this racket? It's got to be the worst spot to have a headache. I like that he's pointing out how lax the security was. I feel like that's taking a shot at us for you making me hide all those blunts in my taint, Jeff. Dude, our security was super lax. I yeah. just wanted to get you to put stuff in your ass. <laughs> where the where the plane was at What? It worked. Oh, it Yeah, but then you smoked it. Sandwich is where the rockets play. And that place smelled like a fucking hot box, man. Everybody was cheating in that motherfucker. But yeah, it was a really excellent show. Uh, I didn't fuck with any of the merch. Speaking of getting stoned, Shuddy Boy, how's the bees in treating you? We need a bees in update. It does. It has done nothing additional. It's just that sensation of the eyes. But once that wore off, <laughs> the goggles, so essentially, the we goggles, can confirm they, that they Kevin is actually a pussy. That's what it yeah, is. One hundred percent. Kevin would yeah, have acted just, that way whether he had the bees, the Burt's bees or not. Yeah, that's fair. I'm driving to work. I'm thinking about the Dragon Jet Club because uh, I'm taking a little trip this weekend to San Francisco. And I know that uh, he probably just made a face when I said that because I remember. I remember your disdain and dislike for San Francisco. I'm, I am excited to go. And I'm excited to report back with my findings. Um, but yeah, I love you guys. Thank you, Jeff. It's always great, uh, chatting with you on, on, uh, on Instagram. Can't, can't seem to get a response from these other guys. <laughs> love you, man. Bye. Yeah, my bad. I don't well, check my DMs. I suppose you can get some great heroin in San Francisco. So hopefully you enjoy that. Their Mexican food, not too good. Um, what else is good about San Francisco? That's about it. Yeah, uh, apparently it's pretty easy to get away with uh, shoplifting. So maybe steal some stuff while you're out there. I guess you probably already went. Yeah, you're you're talking to you're talking to the past. That actually though segues into one of the few notes that I have for this podcast. Kevin, have you listened? To the most recent Nas album yet? Yeah, of course. I recommend to you a couple of times. Yeah, King's Disease Three. What did you think? It's fucking awesome. Fucking epic, right? I was gonna recommend you uh, get high right before you get on the. Um, I don't know why, but I think this would be a good album to listen to while going through the airport. So I was like, while you're while you were traveling, maybe get a little <laughs> high, listen to some Nas. Just puts a little pep in your step as you're passing oh. through. The airport. I don't know. That was, some good, that was my uh, some good airport. If you already listened to the album, fuck it. I make airport. I make airport playlists, and this one, this one got on it. The whole album did. I'm happy you liked it, though. Yeah, it was sick. All right, let's check out this next friend. Scientist party hour. This is anti cannoli Mike? Fuck cannoli. Oh, here we go. And Boo. specifically, fuck the cannoli pastry that goes around that delicious cream. Because cannoli cream, delicious. Cannoli pastry, disgusting. Ruins the entire treat. Uh, but that's not why I called. What a weirdo. Uh, I had a health question for you guys. Our specialty. Uh, maybe you can ask Dr. Steve if you don't know the answer. He canceled us. Uh, but my entire life, I have been unable to sleep on my back. 
Uh, and the reason being that it feels like my lungs are going to push my ribs out of my chest. Are you a fat man? Through the skin, go full No, he's water. skinny, I believe. Uh, every time I lay on my back, that's how it feels. So I've always slept on my side or my stomach. Uh, so my question is two parts. Uh, one, have any of you guys experienced this or know anything about this phenomenon? And two, more importantly, uh, do you know anything about weighted blankets? Uh, I know they're a little pricey, uh, and I don't like to make any financial decisions, major ones, uh, without consulting with my pro bono financial advisor, Jeff Clark, uh, who does have a heavy hand in my financial well-being due to his sports bets. Uh, I do ride or die with the Dragon's bets, even mm. if I do have to find them on 4chan now. He might uh, <laughs> he might not have enough money left right now to get one of these weighted blankets. Take it easy, Kevin. Uh, also, fuck you, Jeff, because now I get a whole bunch of right-wing bullshit uh, fucking ads and shit on my phone because I have to go to Outkick and find your bets. So thanks for that, buddy. Anyway, weighted blanket. Should I spend the money or should I invest that in farts in a jar from that 90-day fiancé girl? Farts in a jar. Farts uh, in a jar. Gentlemen. Well, I mean, if you're giving me two options, I definitely vote farts in a jar. I actually got Carl a, a weighted blanket as part of her Christmas present last year. And she still she still uses it. She busted out, you know, in the winter months in L.A. And I'll say, if you get cold winters and your house gets cold at night, or or you just don't want to have the fucking heat blaring while you're sleeping, it ke- it definitely keeps you warm, and it'll it'll hold you in place a little bit if you're if you're a thrashy sleeper. I don't have one, but when I sleep at Carl's place during the winter, I do think the the weighted blanket is is kind of nice. It's nice and snug. How how heavy is it? They come in various weights. Yeah, I forget how heavy the one I got. I didn't get her like because it does. The heavier it gets, it significantly jumps up in price. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't remember exactly how heavy this one was, but so if Kevin was getting her a weighted blanket this year, it would only be a two pound weighted blanket. <laughs> yeah, she would she would get a, a napkin from Quiznos. <laughs> There's your weighted blanket. Are there Quiznos near you still? Uh, I don't yeah, know. I haven't seen, I haven't I seen a Quiznos, Quiznos exists anymore. There was a Quiznos in my college cafeteria, and that's the last time I've seen it. <laughs> uh, Quiznos right, well. does still exist. There is a Quiznos.com. Find a Quiznos. Where do we think they are? Middle America. Probably... Uh, Mount Washington, Mississippi. Where, oh, where, actually, there's where did that, still quite a few. Where did that don't pick up the phone first case happen with Louise? Wasn't that Mississippi? So there's a few in Fresno, Modesto, San Francisco, Sacramento. So NorCal. Those are the closest to you guys. And to me, the closest is... Newark, Delaware. Oh, dang. All right, oh. well, if 
Fuck with there seem to be several in Canada, Montreal, Hamilton, Toronto. Well, either Detroit. way, if you're interested, you can visit Quiznos.com and find your own. <laughs> Who's not interested? Uh, everybody. Quiznos is like a pile of wet socks. Yeah, I'm joking. I, I don't hate Quiznos that much. No, I think it sucks. Better than Subway. That's for goddamn sure. I would not go. Subway's cookies are better than anything Quiznos does. All right. Well, we're talking about subs here, not fucking cookies. <laughs> I mean... It's called, Jeff's talking about the whole experience. It's called Quiznos right, subs, yeah. not Quiznos cookies. I think the subs are a wash, but Subway's cookies puts it a tier above Quiznos. All right, let's see what this human the, has to say. Oh, shit, whoops. The bad dad would hey, uh, pour some liquor out. He would always kind of give me the scoop on when there was new Subway cookie flavors. <laughs> he knew it was up. Yeah, bad dad was a real one. Ah! What happened? Oh, this fucking thing. Hey, what up? Uh, MSPH, it's uh, Daddy Clean Dick. Uh, I got a random brain question for, for you. Uh, <laughs> if you're going down on a girl and her... While you're looking at her pussy, if, if, if the asshole smells, do you continue doing it just to please her do you the fucking asshole smells I don't know man I don't know if I've ever I don't know if I can speak from experience on this one yeah I I would say you need to get out of that situation however maybe just walk away but if you want to say something politely because you really love the woman I understand that but I don't think you could be down there if her asshole smells yeah, that is a. But play it through. What's up? That's maybe a unique maybe scenario. Get me back on his side. Do you fucking back away and and go back up and just start fucking or whatever, or <laughs> uh, kiss her? Or <laughs> uh, yeah, random brain question. Uh, yeah, Daddy Clean Dicks. Bye. Cracking himself up. Uh, I mean, if you're about to perform oral sex on anybody and you can smell their asshole, what's up with someone's ass? They still got fucking dingleberries hanging out? Like, that is... I don't know, man. I, I don't know if I can chime in. I've, I've never smelled somebody's asshole. Yeah, dude. This is, this is a tough one. I, I, I don't have anything good to say. You need her to... Uh, maintain her asshole better if you're going to go down on her. That would, I mean, that would be my recommendation. If you can put up with it, great. I don't... Yeah, and for any ladies listening, if you're about to blow a man and you can smell his ass, like, you might not want to put that penis in your mouth. If that's if that's the state of the ass... What's or if the, you smell someone else's ass. What's the state of the penis? Yeah. For real. Yeah. Keep your, keep your bunk... Bunk pieces clean, I guess. That was Daddy Dirty Dick. No, that was Daddy Clean Dick. Daddy Clean Dick. Okay, excuse me. Well, I was confused for a second as well. Oh, he called back. Had a dirty asshole, apparently. He called back seven minutes later. Oh no! I wonder if he has a, just, a butthole update. Be, it would be funny if he was like, "I just, 
for the record, that that's a friend of mine. That wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my friend went through with it. Quick update. Yeah. Hey, what up? MSPH day clean day here. Uh, I'm calling back <clears throat> like yeah. 10 minutes later. To, yep. Seven. <laughs> I forget if I even said it because honestly, I'm day drinking today. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm, I'm fucking drunk. Uh, Yes. When <laughs> a girl's bubbles things, when, oh my um, god! <laughs> when I'm looking pussy, yes, most of the time I do continue. Most of the time, how many rancid dumpster asses are you going home with? That should not be a thing. Yeah, like I, if I honestly, if I smelled an asshole. Once while eating a pussy, I don't know if I would ever eat pussy again. <laughs> like it might scar me. <laughs> right? Like how he said most of the time. How many times can you can you live through that experience before you're like, you know what? I just have a bad I have bad luck performing yeah, like so I'm it. gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it anymore. Yeah, it's it's saying something when you're calling into this show and you're getting zero camaraderie. Like yeah. stinky assholes, dude. Yeah. If yeah. not one of us is on board with you, you're depraved. Yeah, we were on the record for all doing weird shit. <laughs> this is you're on an island here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but Godspeed. Right, we'll let him. We'll let him finish and speak his piece. It just. It's it, it's just a thing you do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it is a thing that you do. Oh, he must have fallen asleep. That was the end. I do want more, just in the sense that it, is it? Is it? Are you like married? Did he say he was married? And I spaced out. Like, is he? I hope not. After we're talking shit about whoever it is, his asshole. Right. Imagine she's sitting there next to him, listening. I mean, if anything, he's talking shit about her. We're just, we're just. Respond to what he's saying. That's true. Yeah. That's fair. Yep. All right. Let's do one more and then we'll take our leave. Hey, guys. Uh, Canada Kent here. Um, I'm actually standing on the street en route uh, with my head in a relay box. Uh, Those are the boxes that we keep our mail in. Uh, I just heard my message on there about the booger eating, and it was extremely hard to hear because of all the wind. So I do apologize. I'm in a super windy area of town. Oh, so he fixed it by putting his head in a box. That's fucking smart thinking, Canada Ken. Along the Niagara River. Uh, so Hopefully it's a noise canceling box. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Chevy Boy, I do have that Skeletor still. Uh, it is not up for sale anywhere. It is only offered to you. Um, so if you don't take it, like I said, I am going to be keeping it. Uh, I don't have Instagram. I don't have Facebook, Twitter. No, I don't have any social media, basically. So... Uh, the only way uh, you can get a hold of me is to either message me if the number appears on the Google display, or I can always uh, shoot you guys an email to the Mad Science Party Hour uh, email and uh, leave my email on there for you to email me back if you wanted. What um, the hell? It's like a... Yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll just... Are we entrenched in a fucking He-Man drug deal right now? <laughs> have, him, have him hit you up on Letterboxd. 
Don't, don't they have any messenger um, function on there? Do we have any emails regarding the Skeletor in the Mad Scientist Party <laughs> Hour email, Kevin? Oh, man. Well, I can, Shady, I can only imagine the phone. This is how they get you. How fun this is going to be to go through because every Patreon notification goes to that email now, and I can't figure out how to turn them off. Uh, so any actual emails coming in takes some real searching. And this is well, from three months Canada ago. Canada Ken, so maybe Google Canada Ken and see. Let's see. Not Google yeah. it. Type it in the search bar in Gmail. Okay, nothing Control from Canada, it. Ken. Let's see if there's anything from Ken. No. I don't know, Shuddy. This this feels like a slippery slope. You're going to end up doing a strip search on Skeletor and have his <laughs> dick in your mouth. <laughs> oh, Next look. thing I know, I'm blowing Battle Cat. <laughs> uh, which... Skeletor Which rob do you not want on from Patreon anymore? Because I found where to turn them off. Oh, uh, we can figure that out after the show. All right, let's give Canada Ken the rest of his piece. It will be so long for you to get this message and get back to me. Uh, yeah, hope you guys are doing well. Everything's good here. Uh, enjoy those buggers. See you guys. Yeah, just got my head in a box. You know how it is. Wait, wow. is, are you guys Booger Brothers? I don't remember his booger. I just remember us talking about it. it sounded like he was standing in a wind tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, there you go, friends. I hope you guys had a great year. I hope you guys have a fantastic Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's. We will see you all in 2023. And thank you guys so much for an amazing fucking year. Thank you so much to everybody who signed up for the, the Patreon. We saw, you know, explosive growth there this year. And um, we're, we're honored. It's, it's crazy that we get to do this every week. And so many people are fucking pumped about it. It's awesome. So thank you guys so much. We love you all. And yeah, we are going to be off next week. So spend some time with your family. And if you're not caught up, you can check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash MadScientistPartyHour. We are entering year five. So if you've never signed up before, you can sign up now. Filter it by oldest to newest and just blitz through five years of wonderful, poopy, farty, doo-doo jokes on our... Ah, oh, damn it. Damn it. Not as slick as I fucking thought it was going to be. Patreon. Is that how you pronounce it? Sign up for our... Patreon. <laughs> uh, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffro Records. And at MSPH Podcast. Outkick Bets. Is that where to send people, Jeff? Yeah, with me, Jeff Clark. I'm the fucking host, the producer, the editor, the handicapper. Coming and, out with a new episode every week. And I'm probably going to be. And doing the handicapped. More, yeah. I'm going to be doing a lot more basketball content come the new year. Um, I killed it last year on my basketball podcast. And I really, I need to kill it even harder because my written NBA shit is terrible. It's fucking, it actually has me bummed out. So I don't want to talk about it. Listen to Outkick Bets with Jeff Clark. There you go. Shuddy Boy, you got any Chuckle Hut dates? Nope. I am uh, off of, I'm off tour until the new year. Taking it easy. I can respect Taking that. Taking it easy. Just, you know, r- sitting on my laurels, riding the wave of success I've had and just taking it all in. And happy early birthday. Thank you, sir. 
and we will catch you guys in 2023. But until next time, something. Flip flop doinks, bing boing poinks. <laughs> doodly 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 doodly. All right, let's see if this works. Come on, baby, work for me. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Dom's a lightweight when it comes to edibles. He is, but he kept eating them yesterday. Like, were they? Got them do they taste of, good? I mean, they were brownies, so they tasted fine. I have to get Mikey to send me that picture of Dom. Jesus Christ! I look like a dagnabbit ghost. I'm like the ghost of Christmas poop. You're the ghost of Christmas poop. Excellent, shuddy boy. One sec, let me me try and close these fucking blinds. Who's these fucking blinds? Oh. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. Is that a new thing? No. I'm just trying to see since putting something in the foreground usually gives me like one tiny little sploink of color. So I don't look like I just got fucking fished out of a lake. Bloated dead corpse. Ow! Ow, Blunto. We're gonna have to get you a a better webcam, huh? The fucking thing is distracting me. What, the the snow globe? Yeah, the snow globe. It is a bit distracting. 40% of your screen. I know, but it's like I take it away and all of a sudden I'm a dead body that's been fucking expired for a week and a half. Shuddy, can you talk some sense in the hammer now? <laughs> I don't I mean he's not I guess it doesn't wrong. make that much of a difference, but No, I guess he's not wrong. That... What if I do this? No, it's not distracting. That's not any more distracting. Yeah, that's way less distracting, actually. <clears throat> yeah, that's a good idea. Just go with that. Whatever. I'm trying to be festive here. Yeah. Uh, put us in Christmas spirit. I like it. There you go. Santa craft. <laughs> You're getting poop in your stocking. Ho, ho, ho. You're getting butt coal in your stocking. <laughs> I've given you one of Rudolph's dingleberries. Ho, 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 ho. I have 
chewed my fingernails for as long as I've been eating my own boogers. All right, Shetty. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow, Sounds meow. Sounds like you got some addiction problems. <laughs> I got yelled at at the dentist last week for biting my fingernails. So when when do they fix your chompers? Tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Whoa. Nice. That's exciting. What, um... I feel like that's not something the dentist should be weighing in on unless it affects your... Does does biting your nails affect your teeth? She said it's really bad for your teeth. It's really hard on your teeth. What? Is it... I don't know. It feels like, like chill feels out. Like a lie. Chill out, lady. I'm not biting your nails. I mean, it's like, don't we? I don't know. I guess we don't. Maybe not chew or eat on something that's crunchier. But I, I get. You know what? I've really never bit my nails. I pick my nose. That's my like my gross thing. Credit <laughs> card myself probably a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do not I do not Kevin bite my nails good for you you should put that in your so. hinge profile <laughs> look at that pic I don't I just sent you but since we're in the Easter egg the only vague comments on it looks like uh, somebody what was going on while somebody in this picture was passed out was this a movie watching no, watching football yesterday. Oh. Um, Tom cannot fucking hang. <laughs> Be vague. And then there's Jeff. I didn't say which, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not the it's not the MSPH commissioner. It's a different Dom. We all know. Yeah, it's uh, Vin Diesel from Fast and Furious. <laughs> Meow, meow, yeah, meow, I kind of like your little your little room. It's a it's aggressively nerdy. I'll, I'll say that it is aggressively nerdy. You are correct, man. It's I got queers are drinking diet coke. It just like he was reminded me of having this snow globe in the foreground that um, Carl called me out for having a bottle of lube propped up for a few episodes to try and get my color back in my face. I was like, no, nah. it was, it was hand sanitizer. She's like, no, 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 no. There was one time where you used lube. I was like, oh shit. Whoa. How did we not pick up on that? It was staring us right in the fucking face the whole time. Kevin, your lighting's not that bad. This is fucking stupid. I'm chill out. Jeff. I'm stupid. I'm fucking experimenting. Here. Kevin, you okay. grinchy son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, Grinchy Jeff. Bah hum poop. Meow, 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 meow. That is another dagger. Oops. <clears throat> Patreon, is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> All right, let's see. Where do we stand right now? All right, I'm going to hit record just so I don't forget. Recording in progress. Don't want to do that. Um, Guys, have you heard about this? (laughs) 
they're talking about this on on, on Outkick. It's going to be it's going to be written about and published. But there is this new comic book written by the Punisher, like the same guy who wrote Punisher, I think, called The Private American. It's about a vigilante border agent. And it got it got pulled from Kickstarter after woke backlash. Have you guys, <laughs> have you I have guys not heard, heard about that. No. Who was Man. it? It's an Indiegogo, Indiegogo campaign. Do you guys know who who Mike Barron is, the author of Private American? No. And Richard Bonk. Richard Bonk. I don't know. They're probably a couple of fucking comics gate dweebs. Let's see. There's like this Let's whole see. movement He's of people that. Florida uh, Man, the graphic novel. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a second. This guy might. This guy might be good. Hey, Fox News, they like comics too, guys. Give them a chance. It's way better than that fucking woke bullshit She-Hulk. Am I right, Kevin? He wrote the 1987 run of Punisher. I feel like people have been uh, complaining about comics being too woke since they created Black Panther. Oops. Let's see. That uh, The 87 Punisher was huge in a Ronald Reagan and Reaganomics. <laughs> oh, right up your ass. All right, let's see. Oh, all right. We found anti border age. I am dealing with a work crisis, so I'm going to have to take a phone call in a few minutes, I think. Oh, geez. So, so I asked to record early and now I'm fucking shit up. So I apologize. We can delay if you guys want. So How long do you think it'll work. take? I hope not long. But I don't know. Well, it's like they say, Asai never sleeps. It's true. It just however the conversation. However, the conversation starts on their end. You make sure you start with Merry Christmas to completely diffuse the situation. No, no. It's, Just bring it down a little <clears throat> bit. It's a report back on a tense situation from a coworker. It's not, I'm not directly involved other than from my position. There wasn't like a weird prank call where. No, like, no, there was nothing. Nobody was. Trying to get anybody to strip search anyone. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I think uh, one of your Asai employees stole money from a customer. So I think that person should suck the manager's dick to find out if they're guilty or not. Yeah, and check the prison wallet while you're there too. <laughs> yeah. Give them a credit card animal. to see and just smell how guilty they are. Keep the change, you filthy animal. All right. So, Shuddy, should we just. Pause and reconvene when you're done with your your call. Yeah, we can do that. All right. You want to do about, that? About how how long do you think they're going to be calling you? She said that she's going to call me in ten minutes, and that was three minutes ago. So hopefully, within the next twenty minutes to half hour, is when you'll be good to to good to go. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. I guess I should stop. Recording stop. Recording. Man, if I forget. I'm sorry, guys. If I forget to hit that again, I'm going to poop in my own mouth. I'm going to double my legs over my, my head, lay on my shoulder blades, and just crap. You should, you should take a post-it and put it right on your stupid fucking snow globe so it's staring at you the whole time. Like, hey, record. Oh, shit. I'm out of post-its. Okay. I have to go do that then. Well, Cause how... I'll get you for Christmas. Make sure Kevin... Oh, Shuddy's got some post-its now. And it's right on... Like, it's covering... Listen, I'm going to even cover you with it. So that Puss way... Puss in boots? Puss in boots? All right, guys. Uh, All right. I'll be back. Okay. Gotcha, Shud. You know? Recording in progress. Mm-hmm. Recording in progress. It didn't ask me if I was okay with that. It doesn't give a shit about your consent, Shuddy. I guess since now it's this recording twice in the same Zoom call. Uh-oh. Patreon. Okay, let's see, let's see, let's see. I wouldn't fuck that dick with her pussy. <laughs> but you would with your ass. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, let's see. Okay, 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 okay. Um, um, y'all. What is this fucking... Fart sniffery. Get this going. Okay, where is El Themo? El Blunto. Aha. All right. You guys ready to kick this fucker off? Yes, sir. Let's do it. In Los Angeles, California, where the mad scientist party hour. <laughs>